The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. Hey, coming to you live on tape on this Sunday, January 29th, 2023. The end of the road is near. It is the conference championships, which was for ages the best weekend of football all year as the Super Bowls were usually just duty. That obviously changed in the recent past. I guess maybe not even that recent anymore. Chris, when, when did the Super Bowl start getting really good? After uh, after the, I guess maybe the Rams. The Rams came to power, right? And then they got upset in the uh, the, the gate, the video gate. And then the, the, the Super Bowls got good after that again. Well, I, I mean, the... Oh, you mean with like the the Packers and the Broncos and that whole era when it sucked? Well, no, I, I guess it was like 2000 and on. The Super Bowl started getting good again. Because remember, historically, I, conference championship weekend was the best weekend of football. Because then you got to the Super Bowls and they were terrible. They were terrible. It was like blowout city. There was a, a I mean, going back to 80s, you know. The Bears blow out, the Giants blow out, the Broncos. I mean, that went, you know, the Cowboys, uh, you know, their their streak there. The four that the uh, the Bills went to, the Bills almost won the first one, but I don't think the other ones were close. I mean, I'm just saying historically the Super Bowl wasn't a great game. And then in the recent past, which isn't the recent past anymore, I think it probably we probably got a good decade plus of good Super Bowls. You know, yeah. Probably a stinker here a- and there. Yeah, uh, it's been a long time. I mean, I the twenty-eight to three one was was the craziest one. I think. Which one is that? What the twenty-eight to three Falcons Patriots? Oh, the comeback! Yeah, I yeah. mean that that was that was huge. That was huge. Yeah, you know, I that mean was, that I'm was tr- insane. That was a great game. I mean, there's been a ton. I guess the last stinker I can remember is probably the one that we went to, which was the Bronco Seahawks in East Rutherford. That was the last, uh, and that was a blowout. That game was over in half. What was the one that Tom Brady won recently with the Bucks? What was the, that one? No, seemed pretty, they, that, they, they, took, they beat the, the Chiefs. Yeah, but it was like, was it like 31 to 9? Uh, let's like pull it, it up. I thought it was. Yeah, it was you're right. It was bad. 31 to nine. I guess. That, that, yeah, you're right on that one. That's the one where the Kansas City line was fucking horrific, and then they yeah, just that, they jettisoned that everybody. Was horrible. They blew yeah. everybody out of there, and they had ah, uh, who was the ex giant that they had uh, on the line, and he was just a turnstile. He was so terrible, like he shouldn't have been there, and they like all shit on him. And I was like, ah, oh, well, I, I watched him play for the Giants for. Uh, and I can't remember who it was, but he was completely outgunned. You're right. That was 31 to nine. I get. All right. So that one was terrible. Um, yeah, the 2014 five three one. No, I think it was 2014 that we were there. Yeah, but 
but that one like really wasn't close. That was the I'm talking about um God, how long ago was that now? That was uh, me when when me you and Tone went? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was yeah. in East Rutherford and the Seahawks destroyed the Broncos. Yeah, it was 6 it was 2014, wasn't it? No, uh, maybe at halftime. I pulled it up right here. It was 43 to 8. No, tw- it was 2014. Oh, 2014, the year. Sorry. Oh, yes, Jesus. yes. Yes. Oh, man. We're tanks for nothing. Sorry, guys. You are a stupid ass. I fully understand I am. Um, yes, you're right. 2014 was the Seahawks Broncos. Yeah, 43 to 8 yeah, was the it score. Was, it was 60 degrees, and it was like the warmest day on record for... East Rutherford, New Jersey, and then... <laughs> That's right, and they thought that they were really hoping for a little bit of snow, right? That was the whole thing. It's going to be an outdoor stadium, we're going to yeah. get a little snow, it'll be cool, picturesque, and then it was, you know, 50-something. It was, like, really nice. Yep, and then I got stuck at the airport for almost 24 hours the next day. Oh, when you were leaving? I don't remember you getting stuck, I, I, but but it wasn't me, right? It was a so. blizzard. It was a blizzard. We had... I. Uh, you're, oh, yeah, we were in- laughing about it. That came just a, a day earlier. Yeah, I, your in-laws met me. I couldn't even make it all the way down because I had your I had the Nissan. And so I dropped the car off at – I couldn't even make it past the Starbucks on Route 3. So I, I, I pulled the car over. They came and met me and – Drove me the rest of the way. God, I good memory by you. I remember that because it it, it snowed a lot after that, and that was the one. Because then we were like, they were like, this is what the NFL wanted, and they didn't get it. They got like it a was nice like sixty a blizzard. Yeah, they got a sixty degree like nice day the day before. I was like, oh shit, and they had all kinds of problems with the trains and everything. But yeah, that was uh, twenty fourteen. You are correct. God, man, that's that's uh, almost ten years ago now. Wow, time does go by. I met I met Alyssa, my wife. For anybody that's listening, doesn't know, um, like a Soon month thereafter? later, really, a month, wow. yeah, wow, time does fly. I mean, holy Jesus, yeah. I, I mean, so that that one was a, a, a stinker. That was probably, I mean, 31, 31 to nine is also not good, but that forty three to eight was really not a contest. But you know, if you look back, uh, you know, last year's was good. Then you got the Bucks one we just discussed. Uh, Kansas City over the 49ers. 49ers could have turned that around and that end there. I think it was Manny Sanders, right? That Garoppolo just couldn't hit him. Um, you had the Patriots Rams. Yes. Yeah, you had the Patriots Rams the the game before that, which was no good. That was like boring 13 as well. to 3. Yeah, that was a that was a stinker, right? That was where uh McVay was coming up to before the game telling Belichick, "I love you, man. You're like my idol." It's like, "You don't want to do this right now, dude." Uh, Eagles Pats, that was a good one. That was uh, you know the fans. The Rams Patriots. The Rams Patriots is where uh, the kicker. I think he kicks for Tampa now. I think it was Matt Gay or no, it was uh, the who was the who was the kid that they uh, um, who's the kid that that kicked for them that was incredible for years. Uh, uh, he went to Dallas. Uh, I don't remember offhand. You know, I, you, you say well, dad kickers, they, it's like it, it comes and goes. But I, Well, he was really good. I mean, he was really good for them for a long time. But they went to kick a field goal with like 30 seconds left. And 
uh, dad and, and, and the, the kid missed it. It was a 34-yard field goal, and the kid missed it. And because he missed it, dad and I won that, that massive Super Bowl pot because we had 3-3. Three, three. Oh, that's why you remember it <laughs> because you were watching with a lot of with, with something on the line. Yeah, oh, I yeah. I don't remember. I'm uh, the kicker. I'll tell you in a second here. I just tried to pull it off. Stop it. You know exactly who it is. It's uh, Forbath, Kai Forbath. No, jump the, something the leg. You call him the leg. Uh, oh, Zerline, Greg the leg. Zerline, Zerline, yeah, Greg the Greg leg. The leg. Okay. yes, yes. Um. Yeah, well, well, that Super Bowl, the one thing I do remember is it, that Super Bowl was screwy out of the gate because didn't Brandon Cooks, who's gotten, I don't even know how many concussions, but surprised still in the league, he got rocked early in that game, right? And that knocked him completely out of it? I don't remember. I, I, I think he was on the Rams in that game and just got got smacked up, and it was like that was it for, you know, that was it for his game. And I think he was their, like, leading receiver. Um, I could be remembering it wrong. Who knows? But I, no, I thought he was he was definitely on that team for. He a was long on that time. team, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think he he played a short amount of time and took a shot, and he had taken a couple of shots uh, receiving here. I don't even think. Yeah, he, uh, Brandon Cooks. Uh, it says eight receptions for 120 yards. Is that is that possible? Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but screw it. Um, I mean, Woods and Cooks were, and Reynolds were, Gurley was on that team. Um, they were the players on that. Edelman had 10 for 141. I thought Cooks got a, a concussion, but maybe maybe he did, and he still had yardage up to that point. Edelman might have won the MVP. Uh, Edelman, yeah, I think so. I think that was the game that he did. Um, but I, I thought Cooks took another shot. Anyway, uh, regardless, um, so... Those games, um, I'm trying to think now. So, if we're talking about those games and those games were all right, it probably, because, again, the whole point of this started with, historically, the Super Bowls were horrific. And, um, let's see here. That kind of ended, I think, around like 2000 um, is when they started getting good. But prior to that Rams-Titans game, Right, the ones before that, uh, Broncos 34-19 over the Falcons. The Broncos-Packers game was 31-24. That was a good one. Packers won by 14 over the Patriots in 97. Cowboys beat the Steelers by 10, and that wasn't really competitive. That was the Larry Brown game. Wait, when did the Broncos beat the Falcons? The Broncos beat the Falcons. Remember, the Broncos won back-to-backs, 98-99. That was when Elway Elway won them on the way out. You're talking way back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm going to 2000 because I know that after 2000, the game started getting really good, right? I mean, there was a couple of blowouts here and there. Your Raiders got smoked versus the Bucks in 03. Remember, that was the Barrett, uh, Barrett Robbins, right? No, I forgot I forgot about it. Why don't okay. you tell me about it again? Yeah, Barrett Robbins. So uh, that was the one we here forgot. But I think before 2000, I'm going through it. I mean, there just, it was just Stinkfest, you know? Um, yeah, a couple good games here and there. But, um, you know, the Cowboys, they, they beat the Steelers by 10, and the 49ers beat the Chargers by 20. Uh, Cowboys beat the Bills tw- two times in a row. One of those was 52-17. So anyway, let's rewind all the way where I started 12, 12 minutes ago. Was that this is historically the best weekend of football, and here we are now. We've got two good games, looks to be good games, lined up. Chiefs hosting the Bengals 
and the Eagles hosting the 49ers. Eagles 49ers is going to be the first game. That's going to be at 3 o'clock on, uh, on Fox. And then the second game is going to be 6.30. That's going to be Chiefs-Bengals on AFC. Uh, on, on AFC. The AFC game on CBS. Jesus Christ. I, you know, I, I'm all nervous now because for like four weeks in a row, I screwed up all of the schedules. You weren't on the on the podcast, but I was using ESPN, and I must have screwed up two weeks of significant talk segments based on ESPN shit. One was the final week of the of the playoffs, week 18, which I said that the, the final game didn't matter if Seattle won, which couldn't have been further from the truth. Uh, and that was based on ESPN, um, their, their playoff breakdown, and the tiebreakers on the side of the page, which was completely wrong. And then um, the week after that, I said the AFC and the NFCs were playing on the other channels because it was right there on the TV. So I, I remember I, during the podcast, I'm like, oh, and the Giants-Vikings is going to be on CBS. That's different. I don't even know. I shouldn't even have paid attention. So today, I did not even touch ESPN. Fuck ESPN. They suck. Um, so anyway, th- that's what we're looking at today. So we've got the AFC game second, NFC first. Uh, currently, I don't know. You want to talk about either one of these games first? Uh, we could just go in time order. It's fine. All right. So, uh, so we will uh, head. Well, I mean, for you, you're going to fly up. For me, I'm going to fly down. I'll probably drive this one. But we're going to head out to Philadelphia, where the Eagles are going to be taking on the 49ers at Lincoln Financial. Hopefully, I got that one right. I, you know, they, they change all the time, but Lincoln Financial has been that way for forever. So uh, I'm going to say that with confidence. But the Eagles are going to be ho- uh, hosting and favored by two and a half points. So this one has not got up to a field goal here. Both of these are going to be under a field goal. This one's a two and a half. Uh, right now, it's a trifecta game. Everybody's in on the Eagles. The Sharps love the Eagles, 65% of the tickets and 86% of the money is all on Philadelphia. As for the total, you're looking at 48.5 points. So both these games are expecting a little bit of action here. 48.5 is the lower of the two. So Eagles by 2.5, 48.5 is the over-under. You know, you're looking at the offense and the defense. Eagles is third-ranked DVOA offense. 49ers number one ranked DVOA defense, and then when you flip it around, the 49ers have the sixth ranked offense versus the Eagles sixth ranked defense. Again, DVOA, you hate it. I say it all the time. I think it's an okay barometer. Here, now it's gotten a little ridiculous because obviously as the teams go on, their numbers go up. But pretty even, you know, even Steven game here. I guess the biggest question here is the 49ers defense going to be able to hold off the Eagles who blew up last week against a, you know, a Giants team that's simply just had nothing left in the tank. Um, And then, you know, for the 49ers offense, Brock Purdy's the question, man. He didn't look good last week. So before we move on with football, do you remember the last time that you and I, well, the only time you and I were ever in Philadelphia together? We were in Philadelphia together? Yes. I remember I've been down there for Mark Miller's bachelor party. Uh, have I been down there any other time other than Miller's bachelor party? Miller, what's up, yep. buddy? Uh, yep. Me and you yes. in Philadelphia. Yep. Did we drive or did we fly? We drove. We drove. <gasps> yes, I do remember. We went down because my brother, and this was in his drinking heyday, if I'm not mistaken, right? This is when you were like, you yes. know, rocking it out. And uh, so it, those that don't know, my brother is a, uh, is a recovered alcoholic, I believe, 12 years in? 13. 13 years in. 
But before, uh, you know, 13 years, you know, before and then prior to that, he was... <laughs> I mean, a mess. He was a fucking mess, guys. Uh, so anyway, uh, you, what have you lost your... We were flying to the Bahamas for March Madness, and I believe you had lost your passport, and we had, like, days before we were flying out. No. Never had a passport. Oh, you never had a passport. And, so you needed and one. And they changed the rule, the law, that you needed a passport to get to the Bahamas. Yeah, but there was something about it. Like, what, weren't we pushing the time? And it was like, you don't have a passport or anything yet? And you're like, no, I don't, I don't have one. What do we do? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. So. I knew there was a time element to this. Yes. So there was very much time element, and everybody had done it, and I, I guess I had said I had done it. But we had to go the day before because that was the closest office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that had same-day passport. Right, right. We were under the gun. And it was like you weren't going because you didn't you didn't have any kind of ID. Yes, correct. And so we went, but what you didn't know was that you dropped me off at the office. Yeah. You said, go in. You had work to do. You had somebody you were going to go meet for work or something. Yeah, and, I can't remember. What year was or, it? Do you remember that? Yeah, it was It was 09. Oh, nine. It was six months before I got sober. Okay. And uh, I think it I was, was March. Flipping, about, I think it was flipping tickets for uh, admit one at that point, but whatever it is. Okay, so go on. Yeah, whatever it was. So you go go in, get checked in, and uh, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be back in, you know, whatever, an hour or two. So I walked in. I can't believe I never told you this story. So I walk into the, like it was like a double door type of situation. So I walk in the first door far enough that I could see your car and I wait for you to pull away. And then I run across the street and I wait at the door to the, to the bar because there was a bar <laughs> no way. across the street and it opened at 10. And so I sat outside Smoking butts and waited and waited Dude. and waited till it opened. Uh, the lady, the lady opens the door. It's like literally, there's not a person for you know five miles from the bar at this time. And I run in and I'm like double solio uh, on the rocks, <laughs> and and I hammered it down, and then had another one. Immediately, and okay. then walked out. Yeah. I walk out, and I smoke a butt, and I look at my watch, and it's like ten ten. It was like ten minutes, and I hammered down two double O's. Yeah, of course, good for you. You're rocks. good like that. And I look at my watch. I smoke a butt, and I go right back in, and I hammered because I knew you were coming back like within an hour. So like, I hammer another one down leave i go across the street to check in and i'm like oh fuck there's like a line of like 30 people yeah well that's why point. i'm laughing now all right continue and i'll fill in the back end and so i go inside and i get online and you come in like five minutes later and you're like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> 
<laughs> that guy is a disgrace to the uniform. That's exactly what I was thinking. And I'm like, what do you mean? And, uh, and you were like, I dropped you off here an hour ago. How are you still like 30 <laughs> people deep? How Dude, are you still online? I remember talking to dad on the phone and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like he should have been done with this forever. And it was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know what You're he like, did. And in typical rich freak out mode, you go, we're going to fucking be here forever. We're going to be here all fucking day. <laughs> Yep, that's me. And that's you. <laughs> fucking yeah, that chunky. was me. 100%. And I think I told dad, I'm like, I don't know. He fucking, I want to say he smells, he smells like cigarettes, but I want to say he smells like booze. Yeah. Oh, God, what a disaster. Yeah, we were there. We, were, we ended up not being there forever. No, it wasn't that long. It, it wasn't was that like an long. Hour. But you should have been done like at hour. that point. Holy shit. So I, I never knew that. So you went boozing. That's why That's why you didn't weren't done yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I hammered down three you double, drunk, stoli you double stolios. Oh, I was awesome. Anybody that battles addiction, this is this is why you ultimately dude, have to kick it because it just really screws with the rest of your life. The drive. Oh, I could have killed you. I could I could kill you now. Now that I know that why we were so late. The drive. The drive from home to Philly with you in like. You know, at that point, I needed booze, like, when I woke up. But I didn't have booze because you made me stay with you the night before so that we could leave first So we could leave first thing, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you couldn't sneak it out there. So I screwed you over. So Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, go for Man. It. That's our little side story about Philadelphia, where the NFC Conference Championships getting taking place today i'm sure that the bars will be chock full of drunks just like you smoking butts and pounding booze as they look to see their uh, eagles try to win this one against san francisco um I, you know again like i said i you know brock purdy looked like he threw a couple down last week i he, he didn't, i mean he got the job done but he definitely could have looked better i guess the question is you know is he gonna look inebriated again today um, I, I thought he looked. I thought he looked fine. I thought he. Yeah, I mean, he could look better. You know, a, I mean, it, it he's points, a rookie. I I agree. I agree. Uh, I'm not trying to you know put this kid's head in the guillotine here. Uh, you know, I, I mean, for what coming off the bench in the middle late in the season with literally no backup. So I mean, it's like it's not like they have anybody else to go with. Uh, it's uh, quite a pressure situation, or maybe it's not. You know, you're that guy. You're like, I got nothing to lose. Who gives a shit? Uh, regardless, I, I I think he's done really well. Although I just thought he looked a little uh, choppy last week. So uh, you know, now yeah. he's got to go cross country time difference. You know, I mean, they got here early, so it doesn't really matter. Although I'll tell you, I just got back from Vegas, and when when you do quick trips, I mean. I think the easier, I think the easier way is probably gaining the hours back. I think, uh, well, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, whatever your body adjusts to, one way or the other. But they're going to have to do the three hours, and so now they got to go up against the Eagles' defense, which looked really good, except it was against the shitty Giants' uh, offense last week. So um, you know, I I don't know which way. I think it's going to. I like the Forty ers I feel like everybody and their goddamn brother likes the 49ers. Um, all of a sudden, it's like everybody's like, yeah, this is the 49er team I talked about. You know, they're so good. You know, this is what we were talking about. Yes, they have a lot of good players. And that McCaffrey trade, wow. That thing looks like a million bucks for them right now. Um, 
Well, I was on them 10 weeks ago, 12 weeks ago. <laughs> yes. so. You and a lot of other people, sir. I hate to break it to you. There was a lot of people. Uh, I don't think so because I still got it at plus 1,000. Um, no. I. Okay, so gambling-wise, you might have been ahead of the curve. Uh, I, I'm just referring to everybody was still talking about the 49ers. Now they were like, oh, you know, the team could put it together. They're going to be the one. They're going to be the one. I did not think so. I, I, I didn't think that they looked super strong. And I don't know. I definitely wasn't a believer or should have been more of a believer in the talent that they had. They have proven me way wrong because they have really, uh, you know, been firing on all cylinders, for lack of a better sports term here, uh, going yeah. down the down the line. So your, you know, Super Bowl bet win is looking good right now with the odds because you got it at a thousand. So you know, plus a thousand. So that was good for you. Yeah, I got two. I actually got two. I got I got the 49ers to win it at. Uh, I don't know if it's plus. I think it's like plus eight fifty or something. So eight to one odds, and then I also have the uh, 49ers Chiefs at plus twenty five hundred. So that I have two bets going. Oh yeah, okay. Well, I mean, uh, 49ers Chiefs look good too. Now, uh, bringing it back to this game here, do you think that the 49ers are going to be able to prevail? Though, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say right out of the gate, I, I'm I'm with it's a trifecta, which scares the shit out of me, right? Especially when everybody goes this way, because I mean, I don't know why it's a trifecta. Which way? Toward the Eagles. Toward the Eagles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought, I thought, okay, yes. No, it's a trifecta yes, toward I, the Eagles, right? And the Sharps and 86% of the money, as of right now, are on this game, which starts at 3 o'clock. So I don't know how much that's going to change between now and then. So um, I, I'm, I was leaning toward the Eagles. I, I see all those, I see a trifecta, though, that heavy one way, and it, it scares me a little bit because, like, historically, I don't, I don't like to be on that side. Um, where everybody seems to be leaning, but I I just think that it's going to be tough factoring Purdy in here for the 49ers to be able to pull that off. If it was Garoppolo, it would probably be a pick em and it wouldn't be... Uh, uh, it probably wouldn't be a trifecta. Now, that's, that's interesting that you say that. So you think if it was Garoppolo... That the 49ers would be in a in better shape, or you just think the numbers would be different? The numbers would be different because you're talking about a guy who has the experience, who's used to playing in big games, so on and so forth. You're talking about a kid that could just collapse. Yeah, I, I mean, again, he's looked, you know, kind of spotty in in uh, spotty in places, which is why I think that uh, you know option is there. You know, he's proven everybody wrong to get him here. I just think the Eagles' defense looked really good. Again, I don't know what the, the Giants, though, were a good barometer to use. They're when, not. When factoring in the 49ers this week, I almost feel like this is a game that, I don't know, is the information there? Is the information there that you could watch these two teams and watch a whole bunch of tape and be like, nope, I know exactly what's going to happen in this one? I don't think so, no. I think it. That's why. That's why I, I spent. This is this is exactly why I spent so much time on um, making player props because I every time I thought I had figured it out based off of defenses, based off of offensive schemes, offensive uh, uh, success over the past six weeks. Like this is the hardest I I've ever I this game. The other one I, I didn't have that much of a problem with this game was the hardest player prop game I've I've picked in in years like uh, 
scoring touchdowns, uh, passing yardage, rushing yardage, receiving yardage, even defensive players, which I have a grasp on better than I'd say 99% of the freaking world. Confidence right there, sir. Well, I mean, I, I, I know defenses and defensive players. Uh, <laughs> All right, continue on. I'm just having some fun with you. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Um, I still can't. I just, I, I, I even this morning, even texting you last night with, with what, what I want to do as my bets, it's like, it's hard because this, this game could go, like, I, I see it one of two ways. I see the Eagles blowing out the 49ers. But I do not in any way, shape, or form see a way, a possibility of the 49ers blowing out the Eagles. Oh, completely agree. Completely agree. If this goes south, it goes south one way. Uh, you know, say this. So now watch the 49ers get smoked. But would be the Eagles running away. Would be Purdy stinking up the field and the Eagles just having a great offensive day. Uh, you know, Hurts being Michael Jordan, as they say, or whoever the fuck said that, which I thought was ridiculous. But. Um, but Purdy being unable to keep that offense running with the Eagles, I think, is the the blowout scenario, which I think you agree right. with. Which is exactly right. But then you go back and you start looking at uh, all of the games for each team over the past 10 weeks as some sort of metric to determine what their defense has actually been like that doesn't include the the rating that you always use. And you just look at total points uh, allowed over the past sure. ten weeks. Gotcha. And there is there is a dramatic difference outside of the one crazy game where the Raiders just brought in Jared Stidham and there's no tape on a play. Everyone knows we've talked about it a thousand times on well, the that podcast. That was the final game you- of the season, was it not? Or was it Week Seventeen? It was week seventeen. But when you bring it but when you start a kid who has experience in the league and there's no tape on him, it's a lot tougher than playing uh, against a team that at least you have some tape on the quarterback, right? And you could see it right from the get go because that they just seemed like the Raiders Raiders I they blew that game. They should have won that game. But it, that's not their But outside of those thirty four points, the forty ers have given up thirteen 21 to a very well they've given up they gave up you know 34 13 to the cardinals 34 to the raiders 20 to the commanders 13 to the seahawks 7 to the bucks 17 dolphins 0 to the saints so i mean we could we could keep going back but the last time they lost was to the chiefs in week i don't i don't even know what that was week well, 8 whatever it doesn't matter right okay and they gave up 44 points, right? So that's the last time they've given up more than outside of that Raider game. That's the last time they gave up more than, what, 20 points? Okay. 17 points? And that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good metric, right, to use going into a postseason matchup with a team that has a very, very good viable offense, so, I don't think I don't see the the Eagles scoring more than twenty eight points. Well, all right. right. So, all right. Well, finish your thought, and then I I have another thought to piggyback off it. 
Uh, so, so I can see the Eagles scoring maybe three touchdowns and a field goal. So, you know, 24 points yep. at most, at most. And then the question becomes, do the 49ers have a good enough offense to score at least 21 points or at least enough to cover the spread? So I, 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 don't, I don't know. I personally think that, and I'm I'm definitely I'm not on the I'm not in the average or, or uh, of the majority that believe uh, the Eagles are going to just outright run away with this. I, I think the 49ers are going to win. Um, really, I do not. You think they're going to win? I do, yeah. Okay. It's not because you think, made a bet that way. You 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 think that? No, that's why I bet with you as you as you saw plus seven and a half. That's why I took the alternate spread of the Eagles plus seven and a half. Right. I still got to get those in. I'll get them in after this. After the, uh, we talk here. So. Yeah, it's fine. Because it, if they're going to lose, I do not see the Eagles losing by more than a touchdown. But there is a way that they're going to win handily. Okay. Yeah. No, so I'm, I'm leaning on the side of, of changing the Eagles spread to a plus than I am on laying the points. The other, So, you know how uh, crossing the line we always yeah, talk about? Right, right. I'm with you. I, I would rather cross the line with the Eagles going to plus points than I would the 49ers going the other way because there's probably more of a chance that the Eagles win, but I do believe that the 49ers are going to win. Okay, yeah, no, I I am on the side of the of the Eagles here. Uh, I I have a lot of concerns about Purdy going into this one. I like Shanahan as a coach. I like that defense and the way that they they've been performing. I just think that over the course of the season, up until the Eagles suffered that loss, and then you had Hurts, they were the best team in football, and at their best, and the Forty ers at their best with Purdy. I think that it's the Eagles over the 49ers and by more than two and a half points. Now, whether or not that's that's what happens in the game, you never know. That's why they play the game. But I think at their bit, I mean, the real question is, is did Hurts really recover? It looked like he did last week. Uh, you know, I, I mean, was that, uh, you know, a test? Was is that to testify that his injury is gone, or was that more of a reflection of where the Giants were at, you know, in the season, and the fact that they were due for a bad game and they, they just wasn't really a good team? I don't know. Um, you know, the 49ers obviously are good. I think they're going to have a shot. I just think at this one, the home team, two and a half. You know, they at one point had the best sides of both both uh, well, the best of both sides. Uh, of the football there in offense and defense, so I mean I'm I'm leaning that way. I, I think I'd I mean look I'm a Giant fan. I hate the Eagles. I'd rather see the 49ers in the Super Bowl. You know the Eagles winning another Super Bowl would really be a tough pill to take because I just really hate that team. But uh, I I think that you know gun to my head my choice and my bets will be on the Eagles this week. Now to piggyback off what you were talking about when you got into the individual scores. So I would imagine that for you, the 48.5 is a pretty accurate line, but it definitely seems like you would lean toward the under in this one 
Because you're putting the Eagles at 24 and the 49ers got to get that. That's about, that's under 48. When did it change? Because I had it at 45. Uh, I, I pulled these numbers just before. Uh, I mean, I'll, yeah, I will, no, it's, let, let, it's me, 40, let me check again. You, you, you're mixing them up. It's That's the other game. Oh, it's 45. Is this good? 45 and uh, 45 and a half, didn't I? Oh, okay. All right. So 45 and a half and uh, 45 and a half and jeez. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I can't just stop and start the fucking podcast over. I suck. So I, I actually don't. I think I probably. These are probably last week's lines and I forgot to update the fucking Excel chart here. So anyway, 45 and a half. So for you, this is actually perfect. The 45 and a half. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean that, yeah. that's right in line with with what you were thinking. So um, I don't know. I mean, th- then you were probably I, I'll take that right back based on what you're talking about. You're probably leaning, leaning toward over there because if one team's to go off and the oh, other yeah. teams don't, no, I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards the over. Is is but I'm to get to the over though. You have to at least have Philly scoring twenty four points because. The San Francisco's defense. If San Francisco's if San Francisco's offense is going to put up twenty eight points, it's be, it's going to be because Philly's offense puts up twenty four. Right. Okay. It, it, it it's not going to be. It's not going to. They're not just going to win this. They're not going to put up thirty five points if Philly only puts up seven. They're not. Right, they're just not going to do it. No, I'm with you. And right now, uh, it is looking as I pull this up here. If I can get the, uh, can I get the, can I get the total? Here's the total right here. So right now, uh, the sharps are on the under, the money is on the under, and the tickets are all under. Everybody's on the under right here. So this is another trifecta. The trifecta goes Eagles and the and the two and a half, and the under forty five and a half. So, but you're feeling the other way. You're feeling it's going to be an over. Yeah. So, this is this is the way I, I broke it down. Like yesterday, Friday night. Today's Sunday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Friday night, Saturday night. So, I kept thinking about it when I was putting my my bets together. Like, if you took away both defenses and you looked at just the major skill positions for each team. You have Ayuk, Samuel, Kittle, McCaffrey, and maybe Elijah Mitchell if he plays. Okay. Right? Then you have Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders, and Kenneth Gainwell. What Of those two fantasy teams, who would you prefer to have? I would, I would lean the direction of San Francisco. Yeah, so would I. And when you're comparing that, because because once again, I'm taking away Hertz versus Purdy. You yeah, because yeah, you're never taking the Q. It's very yep. right. It's very tough to 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 figure those those guys in. But so I would I'm going to lean towards you know skill position. Otherwise, San- I'm going to San Francisco. Right. So when you when you think about that, then then you break down exactly. What you have when when you have that breakdown, and you know exactly what you need to win the game, and you gotta look at the quarterbacks at that point and say who relies more on their quarterback, the Eagles or the 
49ers? The answer is the Eagles lean more on, on, on their quarterback. They do. Purdy is averaging 30-something points a game starting for that team. And the craziest stat of all, more than 50% of his pass yards, more than 50% are yards after catch. Yak. Yak. Which is, which is crazy. Well, that's I mean, that's what, cool. that's how the team's built, though, right? I mean, it, it's all McCaffrey, you know, a receiver out of the backfield. Debo Samuel runs the ball. You know, he, he's get the ball in, in open space, take off. You know, I guess Ayuk is probably their pure, best pure receiver, if you will, you know? I mean, Kittle, again, you know, Kittle's get the ball, you know, five to ten yards and, and take it from there. Um, so, I mean, I get it. Not to mention he's, he's a rookie, so... You know, he's going to be, they're going to be working, I don't know, game management philosophy more or less, you know. Sure. Trying to work. Sure, but do you know how, but do you know how hard it is to, to play that system and still average over 30 something points a game? Uh, I don't know. I've never played in the NFL. <laughs> Come on. I forgot my yeah. uh, laughter track. So there it is. Yes. There's my laughter job. No, I've never played in the NFL. I have no clue. But for you, the purposes you, of our of our conversation, it's difficult. Yeah. Yes, it's nobody. There's no successful team in the history of the NFL that that leans for you know that long on yak. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Okay, so but you still you you think they're going to win today? So it's going to have to work. Yeah, because because to to my argument, I think. The 49ers just have to stop Jalen Hurts. That's it. Oh, okay. All right. So that's what you're talking about. So their defense comes comes to play today. They throw Hurts in a tizzy and ergo the you know, everything goes south for the Eagles. Yeah, because if the if the forty if Debo Samuel sucks, guess what? They still got George Kittle. They still got uh Christian McCaffrey, they still have Elijah Mitchell. They still have whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you can pull out one of those players, and they still have so much other talent. When you're talking about the Eagles, just stop Jalen Hurts. And, yes, easier said than done. Obviously, yeah. the, kid, the, the, kid, the kid's really good. So No, I see, what you're, I see the argument that you're making. Um, all right. So, I mean, you're, you're, going, you're going 49ers. I'm going to go with the Eagles. You're leaning toward the over there. I think if I had to pick one... Uh, I don't know. I probably would lean toward the over as well. Uh, I know everything right now is on the uh, on the Eagles and the under. I probably Eagles over, and then your 49ers over is what you're thinking for this game. And we'll get into some of the individual prop things uh, in a bit when we get to the bet- betting segment. But um, why don't we shift gears now to the 6:30 game, the uh, AFC Conference Championship. Uh, because I'm, I'm conscious of time here, and I don't want to lose you without uh, concluding with all of our bets. So, over to the, the AFC. Chiefs hosting the Bengals. The Chiefs favored by two points here at home. The Sharps and the money are on the Chiefs, barely in terms of the money, only 52%, while a heftier portion of the tickets are on the Bengals at 68%. The correct over-under here is 48 points. And I don't know. You know, the question mark here 
and what everybody's been talking about, although I don't think it's going to be a big factor based on just this quick video that you've been seeing, is Mahomes' ankle. You know, Mahomes' ankle is terrible, and he's hopping around like he was last week. I give the Bengals a, way more of a chance um, than I do right now. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means, but, uh, you know, I am with the Sharps here with the Chiefs and the two points. You want to talk quick DVOA just to throw it out there. Chiefs have the number one offense. The Bengals have the number 11 defense. And then flip it around, the Bengals have the number four offense. And the Chiefs have the number seven defense. So, you know, relative to the first game we talked about, this game, you see better offenses than defenses. And I guess the question becomes, can either one of those exploit that differential? Right, and take advantage of the fact that their their side of the ball is is, you know, more heavily ranked than the other. Yeah, I, I just if it really depends if if this is all just a big ruse and like his ankle's really messed up. Uh, I mean, he's not. It doesn't look like he's limping in anything that you see. I'm sure they're going to shoot him up beforehand. Uh, you haven't heard any. I mean, those beat reporters all week long are going to try to see if it's just like he wasn't going to go. I, I haven't even heard about it yet. I mean, if he is really that banged up, they have done a fantastic job of keeping it quiet. Can you name one person that's played with a high ankle sprain the next week? All year. Uh, oh, I, I don't. I mean, how about just ever, right? I mean, the high ankle sprain is a new piece of lexicon that came to be, what, I don't know, seven, eight years, years ago? ago. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it used ago. to just be an ankle sprain, then it was a high ankle sprain, the differentiation between the two, and the tightrope surgery they could perform on it, yada, 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 yada. Uh, I don't know, no. I, I mean, usually the high ankle sprain is enough to knock a player out um, for a good couple of weeks, they did say it didn't seem to be as bad after the fact, but again, you're working on you know reporting that might be manipulated by the team and possibly local, you know, uh, affiliated reporters. I mean, who knows? Usually, Schefter hops in though, and he's like, you know what, uh, you know, it, it, Mahomes' ankle is really worse than everybody's letting on. I would be surprised if it did not impact today's game. I just really haven't heard anything. No, and I think they're if probably Andy Reid is or or not Andy Reid. Um, what's the GM's name? Jake from State Farm. Yeah, Jake from State Farm. I think he's probably keeping it very, very tight to the chest. Did you watch? I, I continually watch SNL, and I'm continually disappointed. However, did you see SNL last night by any chance? Michael B. Jordan no, was I, the host of it. Uh, and they did a, I, I mean, not original. Who, Jordan? Uh, not, I, no, the, uh, the other guy. The, the other. Um, uh, isn't Michael B. Jordan the, the Creed? Michael B. Jordan. Not Michael Jordan, but Michael B. Jordan. I don't know who that is. Yes, you do. He played Killamonger. He's Creed, Adonis Creed, in the, in the you know, the continuation of the Rocky movies. He's, uh, No. You really don't know who he is? No, is it that's that's that is he a skinny dude, skinny young guy? Uh, I don't think he's skinny. I mean, he's 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 Adonis Creed for crying out loud. Adonis Creed in the new Rocky movies. Well, no. they stopped calling them Rocky and they started calling them Creed. Yeah, I just haven't seen them. 
Oh, man. Okay. Well, anyway, they did a Jake from State Farm. This whole thing is just a complete fucking uh, they did a They did a, a Jake from State Farm bit uh, last night that actually was pretty funny. It's been done 8 million different ways before, but um, it's Jake from State Farm ended up uh, taking over a guy's life. So they hired him to be, uh, you know, the, the insurance, and then all of a sudden he's with his wife, he's with his kids, he's, you know, he's, he's being the father to his children, he's in bed with his wife, and the whole thing just goes downhill. Anyway. Uh, like nice. I said, it's an old bit that's been done different ways, but it was just funny because uh, it hadn't been done with Jake from State Farm, and it was uh, it was funny. Anyway, uh, Brett Feach is, is who you were mentioning before, the GM of the Kansas City Chiefs, just uh, FYI. So. Yes, I, I would think he would probably keep it as tight to the chest as anybody would. Yeah, I mean, well, the whole, the whole you know, member club would probably keep it tight to the chest. But, uh, I mean, all right, so let's say all things considered – Mahomes is good to go. Let, let's just say the ankle isn't that big of a deal. Uh, I do look. The Bengals really impressed me last week, and I think the part that impressed me the most was that their offensive line, which I thought was going to buckle, which is why I thought the Bills was going to win, um, it didn't buckle at all. And uh, you know, the Buffalo defense did not look good. You know, I mean, Cincinnati, both sides of the ball looked pretty good. Uh, I mean, it was a pretty thorough win for Cincinnati. Uh, are they going to get that again here today? Uh, I definitely like Buffalo's defense more than Kansas City's defense. Uh, I do like Kansas City's offense with a healthy Mahomes more than Buffalo's. And Bengals have got to do it twice on the road again. So, I I, I don't know. I, I mean, look, I love Joe Burrow. I think next to Mahomes, he's the be- next best quarterback in the league. But can he get it done twice on the road? I, that's a good question. My buddy... My buddy uh, Alex texted me before the playoffs started and said uh, he like sent me a list of you know how there's like 14 different or there might even be more than that 28 different breakdowns of which two teams could meet in the in the in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and so each one has odds. I think the favorite was like Eagles Bills was okay. like the top the top billing. That's like the lowest odds. It was like plus 400. And he's like, do you see anything over plus a thousand that's like, leg- like, legitimately could happen? And yeah, I was like, yeah, sure, Bengals, Bengals, Niners. And so he laid five hundred dollars on it, and it's like, wow, <laughs> it's looking it's, good right it, now. It's like plus plus twenty five hundred, and he's got five hundred on it. Good for him. And so he texts me last week at the end of all the games. Cut goes, of that shit, by the way. He goes, he goes. You got a cool hundred coming your way if uh, if it if cool it, hundred, <laughs> a cool hundred, <laughs> cool hundred. I was like, you fucking dick. You'll get nothing and like it. Exactly, <laughs> a little more than a hundred, sir. Fuck you. A little more than a hundred. Cool um, hundred. But anyway, yeah, with the game, I I'm I'm leaning Chiefs. I I really don't. I, as much as I like what the Bengals have been doing, I think there's just like a standard truth in all of sports. That's the law of averages, right? And and it's going to be very 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 hard to go into Kansas City again and beat them again, regardless of how hobbled uh, Mahomes might be. Uh, and I, I just, I would never bet 
especially with a spread this low, I wouldn't. Uh, I would not bet against Kansas City. Yeah, I. You know, I'm just surprised because look, I I'm still a believer of football being won in the trenches. Um, I know that we're in the offensive era of football. I know wide receivers are more vital, uh, especially when we talk to the data analysts and people of, you know, that that believe specifically in data. Um, that wide receivers are like you know the next most important position. You know, maybe outside a cornerback, other than quarterback. But I, I mean, I still believe in the lines, and for the fact that the the Bengals are just doing this makeshift bullshit with the line here because everybody's hurt, it's like really impressive to me. Especially last week, I, I still I think last week's win is so impressive that they were just able to keep you know a Buffalo at bay. People were talking about oh, Von Miller, maybe he was different. I, I don't I don't think so. The way that game played, I don't I don't care if Von Miller was on that field. I, I mean that that line. Performed super well. There was a bunch of video breakdowns. It was done uh, really well. Uh, the, the, the Jamar Chase touchdown, where he basically like changed his route in the middle just because he saw that there was such a big gap in the middle of the of the field, and just turned it the other way. And Burrow and him were just kind of playing, you know, sh- uh, you know, street ball at that point, and just threw it, you know, it, where he wasn't supposed to go. And they both were kind of clicking, and, and there it was, and that was a touchdown. I mean, it was just an impressive win. By Cincinnati, I think it's going to be tough here. But I mean, God, they got it done. I mean, it's the line. The line is the part that really shocks me because I thought they would have done a breakdown last week. So I look at it this week and I'm like, yeah, I think that that's where the breakdown would be. But I don't, you know, the Chiefs is the Chiefs defense going to be the one to do that because Buffalo couldn't. Um, and why would I think any differently than the evidence that I saw before my eyes last week, right? And that was like the line performed well. But I still, I'm with you. I, I'm leaning Chiefs here in the two. Do uh, you, you think a healthy Mahomes, it's more than two? Like more than three, yeah. you think? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I guess the question is exactly how banged up is he? So if he doesn't get hurt last week and they win, what, three and a half, four? Yeah, three, three and a half, maybe four is a little much. Uh, at least three and a half. You think at I least, mean, at three, least a, three in the hook? Yeah, at least a field goal because I mean, easily up, I, up from the two points here, right? I mean, last last week played in favor of Cincinnati because that snow did not. It looked it looked like the Bills had never played in snow before. To I, be that was that you. was another crazy part of that, and and people talked about it a lot. But yeah, they just they did not. It looked like it like completely killed their, especially their defense. It looked like their defense yeah. couldn't couldn't do, deal with it at all. Yes, so, but they literally had never seen a football field in snow. I I, yeah, I was I was just I was shocked. I was shocked that it, it played out like that, and I, I could not believe it. I could not believe. It. I couldn't have been more wrong about a game. I couldn't have been more wrong about a game. Uh, I yeah, I, I don't know. And I'm I'm, I'm glad what I ultimately did gambling wise, I did that because as I'm watching the game, I was like, oh, if I hadn't, I, I ended up hedging uh, because it was the same situation as Week 18 that I had with the Cowboys and the Redskins. And I didn't 
you know, take advantage of the fact that, you know, I had the spread down to basically a pick em, and I didn't take the other team and just hedge out, you know, for money. And that put me down um, going into the playoffs, or I think it put me up 500 bucks. And so this time the same thing came around. And I mentioned it on the podcast because I was like, I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. And so then it came down to it. And I was like, look, I can either try to figure out a way to hedge this and put money in my pocket. Or I can just go with my gut. And I was like, you know what? I, you know, Don't be stupid twice. You know, there, There's two more weeks after this and just get it done. And I'm glad I did because I watched that game and 14 nothing. I was like, oh my God, Buffalo's done. You know, you were dead wrong about this. And, uh, you know, but I still came out profitable, which I was happy about. But um, as for the over-under, let's shift gears there for a little bit before we get into our uh, into our gambling segment. And right now, the for the Chiefs-Bengals, which is 48 points right now, the tickets are on the over. It's 69% of the tickets flip that around, and both the money and the sharps are on the under. Uh, the sharps are on it. The the money pool is fifty five percent in favor of the under. So here you basically, if you want to look, you've got two things going here. You've got the tickets over the, on the Bengals and the over, and then you've got the money and sharps on the Chiefs and the under. So uh, over under wise, I mean forty eight points seems like a little to me. I want to lean. O- I want to lean over a little bit, but that's assuming that. You know, the two teams kind of click, right? That, you know, Burrow can have the offense and the offensive line perform at the same clip and that Mahomes isn't hampered by the ankle. Yeah, I, I think I would lean over too. I think it's, I, but I think <laughs> that's the funny part is because I think that Vegas set it up that way so that we would both be saying what we're saying right now, which is, that seems a little low. Well, I mean, it's pros Joe's right here, man. I mean, it's pros Joe's as it, as it is. I mean, they're looking, they're looking at the under, you know, pros are looking at the under and the Joe's are looking at the over. Yeah. Because I, as a fan too, you always root for a 42 to 38 football game, right? It's just, it's more exciting. It's funner to watch. It's more more fun. fun, Yeah. No, (laughs) Yeah, it's it's more gooder. Yes, no, it's funner to watch. Yeah, it's more gooder. Uh, but more funner to watch, sure. Um, I, I agree with you. I do like defensive football, but nowadays, I don't know. I don't think the defensive football game uh, has as much entertainment value anymore to me as just an offensive game. I Defensive football games used to be fun to watch. I don't know if the modern defensive football game is as fun to watch because it feels whenever it's a defensive game, it's – it's like sloppy too, right? Like it just seems like something's broken. It's like, yeah, you know, I, it's not the defense. It's just like this isn't even, uh, you know, I, I don't know. The point is that defensive games are not fun to watch for me. So um, you'd be hoping, to your point, that it's an over game. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I would hope that, one, everyone stays healthy because the Super Bowl is two weeks away and it always sucks to – go into a Super Bowl week where you don't know if all of the skill position players are going to be fully healthy. And it's just, it, you know, remember when Terrell Owens was hurt and we didn't, nobody knew when he yeah, played no, the, for, broken, uh, the broken leg and he had him, he had a monster bro- game. Right. Right. And it just, it, it was just totally different. So you, you hope that everyone gets through it healthy and you hope that Mahomes can rest his hat on what happens today and say, yeah, you know, I, I was healthy regardless. And 
uh, and it turns out to be a good game. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote over because I I just think that these offenses are too good to stop. I think they're probably I think both offenses are probably better than either offense in the NFC. Okay, you with me? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, all right, all right. Sorry, something something screwy happened. I, I dropped you for a hot second, but I'm not oh, going to cut oh. that out. I don't care. Um, okay. Something happened with the computer, oh. the output here. So, anyway. Oh, okay. No worries. Uh, so, yeah, so I think that both offenses are better than either offense in the NFC, and I think that you're going to wind up seeing a game where it's probably going to be, uh, you know, punch for punch. And it's going to wind up leaning towards Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there in regard to the, uh, in regard to, to the way that it plays out. I'm, I'm liking Kansas City. I'm liking Kansas City in that one. Um, so, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm liking Kansas City. I'm kind of leaning on the over, but I really don't like picking a side of the over under in this one because I, I just don't know how it's going to play out. But I'm with you in Kansas City. Um. All right, so that's it. Let's flip over, because I, I know you're going to have to punch out here, so let's flip over to our gambling segment. Um, and Oh, and, and before I forget, uh, I figured out, when we were talking about Super Bowl histories and I was talking about Brandon Cooks, I did completely screw it up. So Brandon Cooks did have that monster game for the Rams, uh, if, if for the Rams against the Patriots. The concussion I was talking about, because remember, I was like, oh, I thought it changed the game. I, I was right. I was the wrong game. So it was the Eagles. It was the Eagles Patriots where Cooks got smashed. Cooks got smashed, right? He got knocked smashed. out. And that was the game. And, and I thought that that affected the game the whole way out. So I was right with Cooks. I was wrong with the game, which is why when I looked at the box score, I was like, wow, Cooks had a ton of yardage. That's because I was like, ah, oh, idiot. Cooks has been all around. He's played for so many fucking teams. Uh, you know, he started off with the Saints, and then, it was, you know, I mean, he's been all over. Now he's with, you know, Texas just, you know, dwindling down in Houston. But anyway, that's, that's, uh, I just, uh, you know, that's what I pieced together. Uh, and I was like, God, I got to figure out, I remember that Cook's concussion. I searched it and uh, found that he really got wrecked in that game. But anyway, uh, back to our gambling segment. Like I said, uh, I don't, where is your bankroll after last week? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't keeping track. It got to be difficult with us, you know, changing up schedules and some, but I know you are. Yeah. So I, Two weeks ago, the wild card, uh, we, I hit the money line parlay, which was like a, I don't know, two thousand dollar parlay, something like that. Okay. Um, but but I got smoked in my other bets. So then, going into last week, I had around seventy seven hundred, and I I only bet little. I bet. Uh, those those player parlays, and I only did uh, little pieces here and there. So I'm I'm somewhere around seventy two, seventy three hundred, something okay. like that. All right, so you're you're at like seventy two, seventy three. I ended up getting back over uh, over break even at ten thousand. Uh, I was down at ninety four hundred after I put the uh, money on the table. Well, I was ninety four hundred going into last week. And then basically the way that I had it, um, I, I had the ability to do the hedge, which I ended up doing with Cincinnati. I had to screw with the money to try to figure out how to get uh, the money in my pocket, but ultimately ended up having to put another uh, thousand down 
I had to put it like twelve hundred down, and then that actually got me a thousand back, and so that put me from ninety four up to ten four. So I'm about uh, ten thousand. So I'm gonna break even. You're at about seventy two hundred. So I don't. I only have. I'm. I looked at one thing and one thing only. So I'll kick it to you because I know you got a lot of stuff. So it'll be more entertaining to hear what you're you're doing, especially since I think you got a couple of props and stuff. And then I'll just get my uh, my one bet going this week. Yeah. So. I have – what I sent you was my two-player parlays that I really like. So I am, you know, after breaking it all down and going through each one individually oh, – hold on, I'm just checking on the baby. Just give me two secs. Yeah, sure. That's uh, okay. Um, so after going through – I can't even tell you how many screenshots I took of, like, different bets, different combinations of things uh, in each game that I liked – and then going through and weeding it out and like erasing so on and so forth. So what I landed with uh, first was the in the Eagles uh, 49ers game. I got, which I spoke about before, I got the Eagles plus seven and a half. Alt line. I got, yeah, alt line. I got Devontae Smith anytime touchdown. Debo Samuel anytime touchdown. And then I got A.J. Brown with the over 69.5. Now, as you can see in that parlay, I did specifically three Eagles and one 49er because because I think the 49ers are going to win, which is going to allow the Eagles to have more opportunity to score and get yards. Sure, gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, completely. You're thinking they're going to be okay. playing from behind or at least playing from behind late, you know, so they're going to have to be getting back into it. You get Debo Samuel to anytime touchdown score because you think he'll have the opportunity, whether it's through the air or on the ground or both. You do the oh, What happened? Eli- Elijah Mitchell's inactive. Yeah, I just, oh, shit. Yeah, I just saw that. It just came through on uh, the Fantasy Life, uh, Fantasy Life app. Um, that's too bad. That that's a shame because uh, he was a nice addition to that offense. Um, so who's their backup? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean they could also throw Debo Mason. back into the into Jordan the Mason. Jordan Mason, but they could throw Debo and, and and run Debo out of the backfield a little bit too. But anyway, yeah. But but for any time touchdown purposes. Mason might actually not be a bad play if McCaffrey gets hurt. Well, let's see if they adjusted it and get off and gets off the board. So, if you're looking at uh, plus plus twelve, I I've been using DraftKings for all of the stats. I should have said that out of the gate. All, all the gambling specific data that I've been saying is coming from the Action Network app. Um, if you go to TD Scores right now. Uh, where's your boy? Is he even on the board here for yeah. any time? Jordan Mason, plus 1,200. So that's where he's at. So, I mean... It's not a bad play. Worth a couple of nickels, right? Yeah. Throw it out there. Uh, have they already taken Mitchell? They didn't take Mitchell off the board, nope. but I'm sure they will because, you know... that's This is going to adjust dramatically fat. I'm surprised they don't have it adjusted already. Yeah, well, I mean, it just happened. You're talking about any kind of touchdown scores. The only thing that's going to happen is they'll take they'll take Mitchell off the board so that they don't have to uh, reconcile all those bets that are going to be uh, a DNP and they'll have to do the refunds. So, 
Um, but as for Jordan Mason, I you know I don't know how much are you going to adjust it there. But anyway, uh, back to back to uh, our conversation. The four picks: Eagles, Smith, uh, Smith, Samuel, touchdowns. Eagles seven and a half over with AJ Brown yardage. So um, yes. all right, so you got that one going. Uh, where yep. where else are you going? So in the that's by the way, these are all both same game same game parlays. Parlays, just, correct? Yeah, yeah, right. So the Chiefs, uh, Bengals. I got Kansas City minus two and a half. Yep. which was which was an alternate spread yesterday. I don't even know. It might might wind up just being. It might just be the spread the, at this point. Yeah. The spread. Uh, by the way, when I first did this, I started on like Wednesday. They were getting two points. Who the Chiefs? Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll take your word for it. That, that seems to be a stretch, but I haven't really. Te- I was in. Uh, I was in Vegas for work, so I have not been paying attention to the line spread. Yeah, at all. it got all the way up to minus two Cincinnati, and so I had it. Alternate spread them minus two and a half. And oh yeah, so look at that. Was, You're right. Yeah, it starts off at uh, two and a half. I don't know what date that is. I can't read it. But you got well plus one and a half, and now it's down to minus two and a half. So right, right. So it could have easily been an alternate spread if you got it in early enough that really you could benefit from. Um, but anyway, so. I got uh, Jamar Chase, anytime touchdown. Yep. Jarek McKinnon, because the dude's just been on a tear, anytime touchdown. And Isaiah Pacheco, uh, over 54 and a half rushing yards. God, I, I, you know, Chris Collinsworth couldn't say the name enough last week. You know, I, I think Pacheco is a great running back, but he was talking, I mean, people were talking about him like he was Christian Nikoya. I, he's a hard runner, but he's not this like smash mouth. I mean, he runs hard for sure. But they were talking yeah, about him hard. like he was like Barry Word and, and Christian Nikoya. I was like, "Whoa, I, what are you talking about? The guy, the guy's tiny. He just runs really hard." He's been a nice addition to that uh, to that offense. And that was uh, of these four things that you picked in this same game parlay. I, I like the Pacheco over forty five and a half yards. Yeah, that would be a good individual. You know, a, what an individual prop bet for me. Um, because I think that they, you know, you could do a lot with him here. I mean, they kind of like to use him as a receiver on the backfield as well. So, you know, I, I probably what is? Have you looked to see what his combined rushing receiving is out of the backyard? It's probably pushing like seventy five, eighty. No, it's not that much higher. Really? Okay. Uh, I looked at it. I looked at it yesterday. Um, Pacheco, it's fifty seven. It's fifty-seven. Wow. So I, I mean, I because he only averages one or two catches a game. I thought they use him out of the backfield more, but I, again, I you know, I just haven't been. I, I just see the action, and I just I guess I assume that it's uh, out of the backfield. You know, as I'm watching it, and it's just running and it's not passing. So, um, you know, shit on me for making a stupid comment. But anyway, I would probably then lean. I'd give him a little bit out of the backfield, so I would go over that 57.5. But as for the rushing yardage, I do like the 54.5 as well. So, um, yeah, so that's the same game parlay there for you. Now, are you doing other work as well? I, I really like some of the uh, defensive props. So I really like uh, in the 49ers-Eagles game, I like Jim uh, Nick Bosa to get a sack. 
that's always I, I know he's going up against Lane Johnson. Well, what's his sack like a, number? Do they have it at one? Do they have it at one and a half? I mean, you can do whatever you want. One plus. Oh, two they got plus. The, all, all the different. Uh, okay, so yeah. they got alternates yeah. on whatever it is. I'm trying to think because I thought when I looked before the defensive props, I thought they only had a single number. Um, but again, it depends on the sports book, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I'll go to the 49ers here while you're looking at it. Um, let's see, defensive props here, and let's see what the live at 1.41 p.m. is. Sacks, Nick Bosa, they have him right now at over under .25. So they got him for half a sack. Uh, over, a half a sack. Yeah, over is yeah. minus 160, and under is plus 130. That's because he's going up against Lane Johnson. I think that's like a lock. When you're doing same game parlays, you can get him at one plus sacks, two plus sacks, three plus sacks. Oh yeah, when you when you flip over the same game parlay number, right? Gotcha. Right, 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 right. So I like uh, uh, who uh, uh, Talanoa Hufunga over five and a half tackles. Hufunga. Yeah, I that, was looking at kid's... these numbers. The, the tackle numbers are really high. Like Fred Warner's eight and a half. Drew, uh, Dre Greenlaw's eight and a half. Um, what was Safunga at? Uh, he's at five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. T.J. Edwards nine and a half. Like a lot, a lot of high tackle numbers. You know, so which fits the bill. I mean, that, that that's what the case yep. is. But yep. And then in the uh, Cincinnati Kansas City game. Uh, Depending on how much, how this game really goes, Sneed could be a lock for six and a half tackles. Uh, Nick Bolton at eleven and a half is so many. I That's would probably so go, many. I, I mean, I would pro- I would probably go under. It's just so, um, so much. It's absurd. It's like they're they're thinking he's just gonna. I don't know. That's so many. I I don't. I think that's the highest I mean, I've seen all year. Compare Bolton to Wilson. I I like I like Logan Wilson's eight and a half way more of a line than Bolton at eleven and a half. I think they're get they're pro, they're they're Vegas is pro, this is why there's been all these articles about how Vegas just can't get the player props right. But I would assume they're guessing Kansas City is going to throw more and run less, and they're thinking. Uh, Cincinnati is going to run more and throw less. That's what I would guess. Uh, I mean, I you see eleven and a half line, and I mean, I, I I would imagine people are trying to smash the under, but it hasn't adjusted. So, you know, this is a number no. that hasn't changed uh, in the past two days. I've been looking, so I mean, people nor are they giving much. you nor are they giving you better odds either way. You're you're getting the same odds on both ends. Yeah, so, minus one fifteen on both. Yeah. Which is not usually how it goes, because if you look down the line, you could see that, like a Willie Gay, if you go under six and a half, you get minus 140. If you go over, you get plus 110. Right. Logan Wilson is minus 120 for his over, minus 110 for his under, and that's eight and a half. Right. So. Right. So, I, I, those are the defensive props I like. In regards to uh, other uh, picks, the passing props, I... Yeah, I didn't know uh, what to do I, with any of it. I, I'll be honest. I, I looked at, 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 a, at a bunch of props, and I just did not feel confident picking many of these props at all. I mean, there's some things that are like, oh, I'm interested to see that came in, but I'm not putting any money on it because I just didn't feel I didn't feel good about them. They're way more interesting when you do same-game parlays than when you just do individualized bets. Yeah, I but, mean, you know, it's it's one for one, or you're trying to piece together, you know, oh, 
oh, look at me, I'm right, and I get paid for it. Yeah, they, they give you, like, seven options, right? Yeah. You can have... And the numbers all uh, just, too, so, I mean... That's what I mean, like, yeah. J- Jalen Hurts, uh, under 199 yards passing on same-game parlay is, like, plus 200, plus 250. But then they give him over-under of 50 more yards here, and he's minus 115 either way. So it's, you know, it's, it's a lot harder to, to piece together. But I would assume if my theory on today's games go as I believe they will, that Brock Purdy will probably have over 219 yards passing. I yeah, would guess. and the one thing I was looking at because he, it was a plus odds was the over one and a half touchdowns. I mean, if they're going to win this game, I would imagine that Purdy's probably going to have to have two touchdowns at least. And right now the over is plus 110. You know, compared to yeah. the under, which is minus one one forty. Again, I do yep. like Philadelphia's defense. However, if the 49ers are to win, that it would be an over one and a half. In which case, you know, if you thought that way, then you, you might like to put a couple of shells on it. So, yep. So that's all I really like for uh, today's games. And that's it. That, that's all you're going to do is those yep. same game pro- parlays. Oh, well, all right. I thought for sure you were going to go uh, a little more balls of the wall, but I guess not. I, I mean, uh, then I'll shift it over to me because I'll, I'll end it really quick because, uh, again, I, I looked at the par- I, same game parlays. I don't know. Maybe I'll do something, but they, it's just kind of more for fun when it gets to that point. Um, I didn't see any, like, real individual ones. Like, you know, we talked about the Purdy one, Purdy over one and a half. Um, you could go over. I mean, I didn't look. Let's see what they got. Mahomes at over his. He's usually, like, two and a half. Uh, with the injury, maybe they'll put him back to one and a half. Nope, he's at two and a half. So they've kept Mahomes pretty consistently for a long time, over two and a half, uh, which is right now at plus 140. Um, again, you know, Burrow right now over uh, one and a half is minus 180. So, which, I, you know, it kind of kills the Burrow one, you know, if you think that he's going to score two or more touchdowns. I guess like, if you really like Mahomes and you think that he can return to form, I mean, you're getting plus 140 over the two and a half touchdowns when he could easily throw three touchdowns. Uh, their passing yeah. yardage are both up there. Uh, but elsewise, I just couldn't see any anything. You mentioned, I didn't look at it, but the rushing yard, but Pacheco uh, over under is 47 and a half. That's what it is there. Uh, not the part, the same game parlay, just a single one. And Yeah, I, 47. And yeah. then the over is like, whatever. The over is minus 140, just... so the juice is on, you know, is on that side. So, you know, of those, I, I like Pacheco over the 47 and a half compared to Mixon's over, which is 58 and a half. Um, you know, that's probably be the way that'll lean. But I didn't really feel confident about any. We go through all of them. I just looked and I just didn't like them all. So I just did one bet. Again, I'm about 500 over. So I decided, you know what? I I do like the Eagles and I do like the Chiefs. And uh, I, I'm getting both those teams for under a field goal. So I took Kansas City and Philadelphia, not in a tease, but in a parlay. I didn't really see the value in the teases. However, if you were to try, if I was to do a tease, I probably would look at both the favorites and tease them down because with the six points, I mean, you could do it the other way and the Bengals and the 49ers are eight points, but if you take the Chiefs and the Eagles, you put them both at four and three and a half, four for the Chiefs, three and a half for the Eagles, meaning that, you know, both the Bengals and 49ers would have to win by more than field goals. Um, you know, on the road against those teams, and I think they're probably field goal games if they go that way. You know, could be wrong. So that would probably be the way that I would lean if I was the tease. I didn't 
want to do that. I like the Chiefs. I like the Eagles. I like them to win by more than a field goal on each. So I ended up taking uh, the, the thousand that I won last week, and I'm going to tease those two. I'm going to tease. I'm going to parlay those two games. So Kansas City, Philadelphia, give me a thousand dollars on that, and that will return thirty five hundred. So if I lose, I'm back at the ninety four hundred that I was at last week, and if I win, then um, you know I wanted to get to that thirteen number uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was around twelve, and that'll put me at the thirteen number. So um, or actually, it'll put me uh, take the thousand nine twelve. Yeah. It'll put me right around the 13. So, and I'm more than happy to do that. So that's what I did for the week. One week, Kansas City, Philadelphia. I, I like both those teams, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna parlay those two. And that's uh, that's all she wrote for me. So, um, all right. Well, that's it. I know that you got to get the hit the road here pretty soon. Is there anything else that you wanted to say as we uh, punch out here and get ready for our conference championship football? No, man. I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl. All right. Me too. So we will see what that Super Bowl ends up being. They're playing, where is it? It's uh, Arizona, right? If I'm not mistaken this year. Arizona's a Super Bowl hosting city. Is it really? I, th- I think didn't it's know Arizona that. this year. I think it's Arizona this year. But anyway, we'll talk about that, you know, next week or the week after. Well, we'll get a we'll get a podcast in next week. Um, well, actually we might not, because we're flying to whatever, Florida. So we'll see. Maybe we'll do one live or something. But All right, well, everybody, enjoy your football. Chris, all the best. Enjoy your party. And I hope all you guys cash in. Big box, big box. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Stop. And you get to enjoy your Sunday with some extra cash in your pocket. So, all right, Chris, I'll talk to you later, everybody else. Peace. Adios.